So Gina is taking this episode very seriously. Yeah. And saying that I also have notes. Yeah, so you, yeah, you so always have notes. So we, yeah, we plan <laughs> to create some good content today. I know today. it often sounds like we don't plan anything. But, <laughs> but we made some plans today. So expect greatness. Yeah. And if it's not great, maybe we should make no plans. Absolutely. What's the, what's the saying? Plan, plan to, to fail, fail, prepare if, to fail. Prepare to... If you don't prepare... <laughs> if you don't prepare, you're going to not do very well. Plan. <laughs> if you don't plan to prepare, you you're going to fail. You'll fail, prepare and, and failure. Exactly. Yeah. So... In the words of Renee Brown. <laughs> Those are not her words. I've just made oh that my God, up. I would love to interview Renee Brown. That would be my dream. Oh my God, can you imagine that? That would be my crying. dream. Yeah, I'd, I'd, it wouldn't be an interview. She'd just be like telling me about myself. I feel like she's really brought me through a lot. Yeah, same. Queen. But hello, hi. It is me, it is I, to she, Talani. And it is me, it is I, to she, Gina. Ba, 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 ba. And welcome to another episode of 1010 Would Recommend. Exactly. Brought to you by Netflix. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we today, Talani? I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, do you know, no, it's really funny, right? Because every time I wear all black... It's because I'm not in a, I'm not in a good mood. Yeah, like, I genuinely dress how I feel, or yeah. I feel how I dress. Yeah, I dress how I feel. Yeah. So if I'm in all black, it's just like, yeah. like I'm just, and it's been a staple for me for years now. When I'm in all black, I'm on some bullshit. I, I just know. can't be bothered. And it's it's not good because I know that when you're in all black, you're in a bad mood. But I always laugh. Yeah. It's so uncharacteristic. Yeah. For you to be. And like, I don't know if anyone's heard the TikTok sound. It's like I'm gonna kill my mom. I'm gonna Gina kill said, that's my what I look that's like. What she looks <laughs> like. It's giving emo. Yeah, it is. I'm wearing all black. I've got a black beanie hat on. Yeah. I've got like blonde hair coming through it that looks like it hasn't been combed. It's whatever, isn't it? I, I turn up. And absolutely, and you always do. Yeah, and I prepare to plan to plan well. We're still going with it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, by the yeah. end, we'll have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you? Um, I'm actually doing pretty well, to be honest with Good. you. Doing pretty well, even though the weather's shit. Sorry not to keep talking about weather. I hate that I do that. But You're so British, ew. I, I really am in that yeah, regard. That and are. tea. Um, but I'm feeling pretty good. I've watched a ton of stuff recently. This is good. Mm. Um, I've also watched something. Okay. Um, and this is really interesting. I watched it because I'd listened to a podcast about this thing. Ooh. So it's a show on Netflix called Orgasm Inc. Orgasm, Orgasm Inc.? Yeah, Ooh. and it's about um, One Taste. So One Taste was this like thing that was happening in LA, of course, and it was kind of about. It was about this woman who was trying to make it like was very like yoga, meditation, orgasms. Like she's trying to make orgasms, especially female orgasms, a proper thing that like every woman should have an orgasm. And she kind of had this like cult thing where you just go there and people will make you orgasm. So she had a thing called OM. Oh my goodness. Which was orgasmic meditation. And that's what you do. People paired up, paired up in partners and just kind of like gave each other orgasms. What? Yeah, mainly women. And of course, that's going to go to shit. And it's going to go to cult-like and it's going to tend to abuse and all things like that. So it all got really weird and all really quite dodgy, of course. But there was a really good podcast about it, done by the BBC, actually. And Netflix and I made a show about it. Wow. Yes. What an amazing find. I haven't it even is. seen that anywhere um, on my okay, Netflix. So because I'd listened to one taste, like, I'd listened to the podcast, I, I find the story fascinating. Like... I get it, right? Like, she's all like, you know, orgasms that like, cure the nation. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we can all testify to that. A good dick in makes you feel better. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, that's true. It doesn't heal the world. Absolutely not, no. But that's her whole thing. Her whole thing was like, if women are like having orgasms, the world will be healed. And, you know, she was like taking things from like Scientology and taking things from like other cults to put into her space. Basically, just to kind of be like women should come more often. Because the thing is, that is true. Yes. But it's interesting. That is so fascinating. How did it go to shit? Because ultimately, what she was trying to create was the religion. Mm. But you can't sell God. But also, what's everybody, what's everybody worshipping? Orgasms? Yeah. Because you can't sell God, but you can sell sex. Mm. And it had a lot of like, kind of like, sneaky men who maybe weren't getting girls like that in their real life. Go into this space, get taught how to give orgasms. So basically, she this says... It's shock- yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's so interesting. There's a whole formula to giving orgasms. She says it's like... It's, yeah, it's not necessarily dicking, it's fingers and it's 15 minutes long. And she, apparently you you go in there with your fingers and then you find a spot. And apparently once you find this spot, the vibrations in your body feels and like the woman just goes, oh! And then the man goes to find the spot and he just goes in and out, in and out, in and out. Sorry, my hands are missing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, people like demonstrate with my hand for 15 minutes. And then she orgasms. And then you go through orgasmic meditation. And it's all very airy-fairy and like, hmm, but we've come in. Wow. Yeah. I absolutely love, if there's one thing about me, I love a good cult doc. Yeah. Any documentary about a cult. It's so interesting. I absolutely love. One of my favourite things on Netflix is, um, oh, what was the one with Bagwan? Oh my days, what was that called? Wild Wild Country is a documentary I was thinking of. Wild Wild Country. Okay. Have you ever heard of that documentary? No. What's oh. that about? My okay, so I went through a phase where I got obsessed with documentaries about cults because I'm fascinated by the fact that, and, it used in, and to be honest with you, of all the documentaries I've seen, it's always the same kind of person. Usually, it's based in like America, yes, and a lot of the time, it's middle class or like somewhat wealthy. A lot of the time, to be honest, predominantly white people, yeah, 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 who are like. Their lives are fine, but they're like looking for something, something. else. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. looking for something, mm-hmm. and that need for something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm pushes them towards this group and then it ends up being like yeah. a cult type. Like, that's how it goes, right? Mm. And in Wild Wild Country, it was like this guy called Bagwan yes. and his helper was called Sheila or his partner, sorry. And um, they create this, I guess this religious sect or whatever. And I think it starts in India and, and all of these people in America started to go. And then like, it just started getting mad. They were like, po- people were getting poisoned. Like people, oh, it wow. was absolutely mad, yeah. mad. I ain't even selling it. I ain't even selling it half as good as that documentary is. Yeah, I like culty shows. But Orgasm well. Inc. sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. And like it's it touches briefly on Scientology, because there's a really good documentary about Scientology, mm. not on Netflix. And basically it's really interesting, right? So apparently when you join Scientology, you have to give them collateral. Mm. So to tell them something about yourself that's a bit mad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you know what? That also reminds me of, I could have spent a whole episode talking about this. Have you ever seen the documentary about the Nexium cult? The Nexium cult? No. Basically, um, a celebrity, it called Alison... The one Alison Sci-Fi? Yeah, well, you know that... that Yeah, I know. She was in like, I want to say, was her name Alison Small? And she was in... She was a sci-fi type show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, basically, yeah. (laughs) I love how none of us know the details, but we know something. That's the one, that's the one. Yeah, basically, but there are two different docs, right? Neither of them are on Netflix, I'm sorry, but you have to find this documentary. And essentially, like, they do things like collateral and all this other stuff, but there's, like, assault in it. They get branded. Branded, Talani. They were branding themselves for this one man. Why is it always just one random guy? And everyone's like, yes, father, meow, meow, meow. Yeah. 
That documentary slaps about the Nitsim cult. Okay. Anyway. But the, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Orgasm, Orgasm Inc. is interesting. What a good And the podcast start. is great as well. Fantastic recommendation. Thank you, honey. Wow. I feel like I found something people weren't really watching. Yeah. I'm so proud of me. You're so good. Thank you. Let's, on the flip side, talk about something that we know a lot of people have been watching. Because okay. I've been seeing a lot of tweets yes. about the Love is Blind reunion. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we covered Love is Blind a couple episodes ago, um, the first, like, few episodes. Uh, now we know what happened between, like, Raven and SK. Because yes. Because obviously SK said no at the altar. Yes, but now they're still Whatever, together. But, but they're still together. I like Which SK now. Nice. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah, sorry. I started, I yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the disrespect. No, make the apology as loud as the disrespect. Right. I didn't disrespect him. I just said no. Um, but I like him now. Yeah. Why, what, what and his mum's adorable. His mum. Yeah. His mum's so adorable. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I just, I just think, do you know what I like most about him? Watching a reunion. He's a silent king. I love a silent king. He is a silent king. I love men that don't have much to say <laughs> yeah. until they have to say. And I think he's really, he strikes me as someone who's really secure because he was even saying like, because obviously Bartise was like on Raven the whole yes, time. Blah, blah. Yeah. And he was like, look, I don't even, I don't mind like men trying to get after my woman because that's part and parcel. Like my woman's a baddie. Yeah. But, like, and when he was like, just don't do it again. Yeah. I was like, okay, I was like wow. Yeah, SK I like that about him. SK is a king, little short king. Yeah. That's what SK stands for. Short king. <laughs> I don't know, he might be tall, but he wasn't given height. Not at all. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, adorable. Yeah, that's very cute. Um, So I like SK SK. now. Because I felt weirdly very sorry for Cole in that reunion. Because I don't think... He got. He should have got smoke, but so should Bartiz. He got smoke that was kind of like, wow, this is a lot of smoke at him. And even when they were talking about the stag do, Mm. where he apparently cheated, we don't know if it's true or not. Mm. And Brendan was like... Well, well, yeah, we did. So when he was like, where did we go? And Brendan was asked too drunk to remember. So why are you talking? Mm. It's hard because, like, Bartiste, I feel like, didn't get as he much He didn't get any smoke. Because he was really defensive, I feel. And, like, Cole... Cole was defensive, but also I feel like, and that's why it's easy to feel sorry for him, you can see that, like, he didn't really mean... Like, when he was breaking down at the end, I felt really I sorry felt for him. I felt so bad for him when he was breaking down. Genuinely felt so I felt bad. Because really... I was like, he didn't do anything that bad, did but he? Or did I miss is, it? I think he did. Like, I think he really, really... And we'll get into this, because I did want to discuss, like, Zanab and the cuties, because obviously the producers... So when they say cuties, they talk about tangerines. Yeah, they call tangerines cuties. Because that cuties. confused the shit out of What the fuck is a cutie? Yeah, they've, they've got, like... I think they're a brand, and they call them cuties. Yeah, little Ain't cuties. no way America's called tangerines cuties. Grow up. Stand up. Like they're cute oranges or what? That's so. That's a shit name. I know, but they are. I guess I kept thinking, cute. what are you talking about? I know. A tangerine. We'll get into that tangerine story for such cuties in a minute. But the thing about I, I do think that he genuinely really ruined Zanab's like self esteem, and I think that he should be held to account to, to account to that because like the way that he was talking. And I'm not saying that nobody else did it, but I feel like he did do a lot of stuff to Zanab, but. On the flip side, I do think that there are some things where it's like, because Zanab was already triggered, even I feel like he was damned if he did, damned if he didn't, yeah. because he was just so flippant with the way that he spoke and yeah. he wasn't careful enough and sensitive enough to her but feelings. But do you think he did that or did she have that coming in there already? He heightened I'm, but it. But I'm, I'm saying that both, two things can be true. Yeah. I think that she was already quite insecure and I think that he... Heightened it for Heightened sure. it for sure. For sure. And, and, and was careless with the way... He was very yeah. reckless with the way that he spoke. Because Zainab is a stunning girl. Inc- I didn't even understand what... Babe, but what's then, going but on? But then, imagine... Barty spoke to Nancy a lot worse when he was like, That's Raven true. is smoking hot, she's this, she's this, she's this. Yeah. Cole kind of was just like, yeah, I find her attractive. 
Yeah. I don't think there was a time you said you, she's put it in you. Yeah, that's true. But I think it's because Cole... Obviously, you see the swimming pool scene where he was like, him and Colleen were like... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that was embarrassing. That was, that yeah, was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that was bad. That was bad. I've got really, like, interesting feels about feelings about my self-esteem and... I, I, I don't think people should give it as a responsibility to other people. Mm. So when people do, I'm kind of like, yeah, that yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? I think there's a big reason why it's called self. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. But I also do think that when you're in a relationship, you do have a duty of care. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And so that's kind of the difference. Yes, for your, your self-esteem, it is up to you to ensure that you can keep it in check. But as a partner, if you're not willing to help your partner feel... so, You don't have to like... I guess you don't have to like hold their hand and everything but the duty of care is to like if you know that your partner is communicating oh I need this to make me feel secure I need you to not talk to this woman to blah 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 you should not do that otherwise don't be in a relationship then I, I, I've got such conflicting views about it I, that's, I genuinely believe that I genuinely believe that If I'm saying, I think there's a duty of care yeah, yeah definitely a duty of care that my partner has I guess I'm like, because I think about the other way the guy says to me, you talking to that man makes you insecure, him insecure. Mm-hmm. Nick, secure yourself. I 100% disagree. I think that's really unfair. <laughs> like, secure yourself, mother. Like, what do you mean? Talking to this guy I work with makes you feel insecure so I should not talk to well, men. Like, if it's, if it's ridiculous, yeah, like, if it's ridiculous. I think it starts to get ridiculous. It, yeah, like, I now think I can't can. talk to anyone that you think is more attractive than you because you feel insecure. But this is, this is the thing. If you don't nip it in the bud, if you if nip it in the bud early then it's calm. But I think it starts to get ridiculous when you see the person is moving mad from ages. And then and then all of a sudden you're getting insecure about all sort of random things. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it can be nipped in the bud if at the start, you know, you, the person is communicating, this is what makes me feel X, Y, Z. You're saying, okay, this is what I'll do. This is blah, blah, blah. And you, you know what I mean? As a team. But I think that's why Zanab I've got fucked. And sweet Nancy, even though she loved Barty's, I don't know what you saw in him, sister. I don't know what you saw in Barty's. He's 25. Like, I don't know what sense of maturity she saw in this man thinking yeah he's 25 I got so annoyed also just quickly going back to Cole breaking down bless his soul I felt so bad for him but have you ever have you ever been in a scenario with a man that has done you wrong and he's, and he's like started he's started bailing like he's crying he, and he's like really remorseful and you start feeling bad have you ever been in that scenario I don't believe in men's tears <laughs> So why did you believe in Cole then? No, like, I feel bad, like, oh, poor you. Do you know what it is? I think it's because, like, he looks so sad. I've he never didn't seen really, it. He looked like a little he boy. He looked like a little boy that was destroyed. I was like, his face was he bright red. He looked really, red. really sad. He just got really scuffed. Like, he hadn't slept. Like, when I've made a man cry, it's been like a singular tear, and I'm like, shut up. Really? Yeah. Right, okay. And it wasn't me that made them cry. They were only crying because they thought it was going to work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so you it wasn't did real something. Regret. No, you did something and you're crying. Should I be crying? But that I, was on you. That is so interesting that you don't think that the same thing for Cole. And do you know what it is? It's because it wasn't on one-on-one. Yeah. It's because everybody... I always... Every time I watch reunions and there's every single where everyone's against one person, I hate it. Mm. And I rated SK for it because SK was like, let him talk. Yeah, he did need... Because the, 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 the girls were yeah, like, it was like a little bit... Everybody kind of on, on him. I don't mind if it's like... If it was one-on-one and Zainab was like... Because the wedding scene where she let him have it, yeah. I was like, oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was the fact that everybody in that moment was just at him. I hate that thing. Yeah. That's why I don't believe in when people are like, oh, we're going to do it. What's that thing when your friends do a thing? Intervention. I hate it. I think it's a mad thing for everyone to gang up on one person. Mm. Who listens when that happens? That's true. 
That's true. Instant them out. Fuck all of you. And it's and it's hard to even perceive it as not being, even if it's not intended to be a gang up. It's hard to not. Yeah, perceive it, it as just that. feels it's like hard. that. That's, That's why so I felt sorry for him. Yeah, I did. I felt he did look so sad. I, I only felt sorry for him because I could see that he didn't mean. And I think it must be hard to go into something feeling like you know yourself, you know how you're being perceived, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, what, you're, yeah. what you're like, and then to watch it back and be like, wow, I'm actually not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the person that I thought I was. Mm-hmm. That must be really, really difficult yeah. to see kind of like the darker side of your personality. That's why I would never go to a TV show. I really don't think you should. <laughs> I, I, really I just wouldn't. I don't think I've I got a either. dark personality. I wouldn't either. I can just be very like cold. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think you're cold. I can be. Yeah, if you're if you're provoked, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, not yeah. generally, no. And I don't like being perceived. <laughs> I don't like being perceived. I don't I so hate I hate being perceived. Like, stop perceiving me. Like, I shut hate, up. Do you, okay, how do you how do you cope with being perceived? I hate it. Do you feel like you often come into contact with people who have made opinions about you before they know oh, you? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Like and they're in their heads, their opinions are concrete. This is yeah. exactly how this person is. They do this, they do this, they do this. I just kind of like I'm not gonna like whatever in it. But you don't care. I don't care. I just hate that it can happen. Mm. I hate that they're in a position to listen to a clip of me or something and have this perception. I hate being perceived. Mm. I find it really tiring. Because it's interesting, is it? This is not even about the forecast, but I do find perception and being perceived and all that stuff really interesting because it's like. People will think because they listen to your voice and have listened to your voice for ages that they know everything about you, but that's not true. Yeah, there's one maybe everyone thinks I'm tall. Yeah, because that's because you have, that's because you have tall person energy because you're short. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, time, like, oh my god, you're so short. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why anyone ever thought I was tall. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I hate being perceived. I hate being perceived too. But so yeah. that's why I felt sorry for Cole. Anything else happened in the reunion that was good? Well. There was another instance of the producers being messy because after all of that argument between Cole and Zanab about what happened with that with those cuties, aka tangerines. the tangerines, they showed what the clip happened. of what actually happened. Yeah. And I wanted, and so just to explain for people who haven't seen it, sorry, because you must be very confused. Um, during the reunion, Zanab mentioned, and, and she was like saying um, that like Cole was like ruining her self-esteem and like, um, you know, she'd stop eating because of the things that Cole had said to her and blah, blah, blah. That's definitely something that she brought into the experiment with her. That's not something yeah, that he could have, yeah, like, yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Um, and she said that, uh, you know, she, yes, she was better eating and she was eating these two tangerines and Cole was like, are you going to eat that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, she was like, yeah, I haven't eaten anything all day. And he was like, oh. And and she described it as him being like, well, you know, don't get full because we're about to have, we're about to have dinner or like, don't eat that kind of thing. Anyway, they show... I think she described it as if to say you're eating too much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, And, you know, this is something that I also mentioned a couple episodes ago when he had made the comment where it was like, uh, you're making yourself fat. Because he was like, you're making me fat. And she was like, oh, it's okay for you to make me fat. And he said to her, well, you're making yourself fat. Mm. I don't think that he meant it. But if you're already sensitive to comments about your weight and your body, you can take that personally. And I totally understand that. My question to you is, T, having watched what actually happened with the cutest thing and where he was coming from and where she was coming from, 
what do you th- who do you think was in the wrong? Was there anybody in the wrong? Or I don't was think it there was anyone in the wrong. I think that whole conversation was a bit wayward. She was giving him attitude. She was yeah. she seemed very pissed off from that conversation because he was yeah. like suggesting nice <laughs> things. She was like, yeah, mm, yeah, I'm not listening to you, whatever. Yeah. I don't think he meant it as like, oh, you're so fat, eating two tangerines. I yeah. don't think that's what he meant. Yeah. And I think deep down in her heart, I don't think she thinks that's what he meant. Really? Yeah. Mm. I just think she she just wanted him to be a villain. So she was just like, and then you did this, and then you did this, and then you did this. Mm. Because that's, when I watched that, I was like, that's really unfair to him to say that's what he meant. Also, if you're somebody who, if you don't have issues with your like weight and body and stuff, you can't, uh, you probably can't perceive that somebody would take those words to mean that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you're like, I think what? what you said is true. She came in there with certain things that she was very insecure about herself. Mm-hmm. And I think any little thing she's he said, and I think that sometimes what I find worrying about like going into a relationship, going into like a love is blind to find a marriage, mm. when you haven't worked out certain things within yourself. When people are like, honey, do the work yourself so then you don't have to place all of this in other people. I think that is so important prior to going to any relationship. Good point. And I think that's what it was. She never worked on that. So she just thought, my husband will make me feel better about this thing. That's so true. That and that's so what true. I mean, and that's not on that person. Mm. I feel like, yeah, I believe in communities and people should help you, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's not on me to for you to have self, high self-esteem. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because how it works is I can tell you every single day you're the most beautiful girl in the world. If you don't believe it, yeah, then you no don't point. believe it. I totally agree. I, can say. I do think your partner is supposed to compliment you. They're not supposed to build you. It's not build, build like, it's a not, bear. I'm not building, building a bear. Like, I just feel like everyone like feels like their partner should like be the ones to make their life perfect. And that's a big burden on people, man. For sure, for sure. Well, we hope she finds the help that she needs. Yeah, she looked beautiful. <laughs> she looked absolutely, I mean, she's a, she's stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she absolutely. really is stunning. And I think that's the only thing I like. Cole for a second made me think she wasn't. And I looked, I was like, wait, what did this man say? Because she's this woman gorge. is beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she, she really is stunning. Gorge. Yeah. So the Love is Blind reunion. Yeah, that's pretty much the main things what happened. It was it was pretty good. It was all right. They seemed to get on pretty well, which is cute. Um, I would watch Love is Blind again. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah, I'd watch it again, three. but I think it's... I Like I say, I think all love shows should be capped at, like, three seasons. Oh. Well. Because I think everyone knows what it is now, so they become fake. It's never genuine, mm, ever. Mm, mm. That's fair. Yeah, so... That is fair. We can stop it now. Oh, what, Love is Blind? Yeah. I thought you meant the podcast. I was like... No, no, okay. we can stop it now. Let's have a new idea. We can pitch one. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, all love is blind where, like, people are, like... Not 25, for fuck's sake. Mm. Like, an age where they've worked on themselves, where they're like, okay, cool, like, give us someone that's married before, got two kids somewhere. People, like, who are genuinely looking for shit. Yeah, but then some of them are even the ones that have not worked on themselves the most. Mm. <laughs> and they have these age-old mm. terrible opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have you been watching? Um, I tried to watch Buying Beverly Hills. <laughs> that wasn't a bit of me at all. Do you know what? I watched it all. Uh, and Brian Beverly Hills is another reality TV property um, show, uh, obviously in the name. So it's very much like Selling Sunset. This one is different because it's uh, the agency. Because sp- they're buying, not selling. This doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix will find a way to remix one show. <laughs> That's true. And you Yo. know what? As they should. As they should. Um, so it's about the agency, um, which is like, I don't know, the best agency in Beverly Hills or whatever. And um, it's owned by a guy called Maurizio, who, fun fact, is the husband of Carl Rich- Kyle Richards, who is a real housewife of Beverly Hills. I personally thought it was good. Honestly. Did well, you? No, okay. 
the thing is, with these kind of shows, what you have to expect, you have what you have to expect and accept is that this is not going to be like you don't have to concentrate on the on the TV, mm-hmm. you don't have to make notes. But what it is is reliable in that it will give you a little bit of drama. You can listen to it whilst you're washing the dishes or cleaning your room, whatever. And I need shows like that to exist. And so I watched it all, and I was like, fine. And it ended on like a semi cliffhanger, and I was like, great, love that for us. Boom, done. Motherland is back. I already, I've already watched it because it came the third See, season. I came thought on BBC I'd watched already. it, but I watched the first episode. I was like, this is new to me. Really? The first episode is a Christmas episode. What? Wait, what? Season three is on Netflix, and the first episode, the Christmas episode. I love oh, Motherland. I love it too. That's one of my favorite shows it's, ever. I literally like I I laugh out loud with it. It's very so, good. Yeah, I really it. want to be a writer on Motherland. Yeah, one day. Yeah, even though they do very well, and I don't know why they'll need anyone else. Yeah, they really wouldn't. But. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, but if, if you haven't watched season three, season three is now on Netflix. Yeah, watch watch Motherland. I also watched Falling for Christmas, the Lindsay Lohan I film. I started it. I commend Lindsay Lohan because there was a like there was a moment. In fact, this was actually worth it for me to watch it just for this. There was a moment where she's sitting in the car and what's that Christmas song that they sing in Mean Girls? She starts singing it and I was like, you know what? Thank you for doing that. I just feel like she took the role in good humor. The the film is like just your classic film. You know exactly what's gonna happen. You know exactly what's gonna happen. And it's like fine. Sometimes you just need a little movie like that. Those are my favorite kind of Christmas movies. I don't like well thought out Christmas movies. Mm. I like a girl in a southern town, snowed in, can't get back to the main city, falls in love with the guy that owns it in. Her boyfriend from the city comes to get her. She's like, oh, actually, no, you're an arsehole. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay there in the country and fall in love with this normal, bland, blonde man. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Except she lost her memory. And that was pretty much like. (laughs) That was the difference. Yeah, literally, adding her losing her memory. And that was, yeah, that's the falling for Christmas. What else did you watch? Um, I'm in the middle of watching the new documentary by Jonah Hill. Stutz, I think it's called. What's it about? I can't pronounce this name, but it's spelled S-T-U-T-Z. And it's basically a documentary that Jonah Hill's made. You know, the the comedian guy? Oh, I thought it was the guy from the Jonah Brothers. Oh, my. What? There's that. No, Jonah Hill's the one who was in... Mm. What? Mm. Jonah Hill's the one who was in 21 Jump Street, the one who's not Channing Tatum. Mm. Have you seen that? Mm. <laughs> what else is he in? Super bad. Okay, I've seen Super bad. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, right. okay, okay. okay I've right. seen Super bad. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he's made a documentary about his therapist, Phil oh, Stutz. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And I'm sort of about 40 minutes in. It's about an hour and 50 What's minutes. What's so special about his um, therapist? Uh, so he's like a world renowned therapist. He's been helping most people for 40 years. And he just has like these certain techniques that are like supposed to be kind of re- revolutionary. Oh, okay. So they're going through that. And it's supposed to be like a depiction of the therapist's life, but also the ways in which he's helped Jonah Hill. I'm at the point in the documentary where it's really interesting, where Jonah kind of breaks the fourth wall and admits to both the therapist and kind of the audience that, like, what he's doing with the documentary is, like, kind of a facade and that they've been filming it, that actually they've been filming it over two years and that, like, he's wearing a wig to make it seem as though they've been, like, filming in the same place for this for, for a short amount of time. Right. He takes the wig off. He's, like, he reveals that we're not even in, like, we're not even in your therapist's um, office. We're actually in a... We've got a green screen and then it shows that it's a green screen. Like, the whole documentary at that point gets broken down to bare bones again and then it kind of starts again. 
So far, it's actually fascinating. That's I would give it a watch. Yeah, really interesting. It's such an interesting stylistic choice. But yeah, I'm also watching that at the moment. I'm in love with my therapist. The other day I went to say love you. Like, as I'm <laughs> oh I was like, it might just be a bit too far. Because do you know what it is? I genuinely think she has a really good time when she chats to me. Do you think? She laughs, bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel about the idea of her laughing with someone else? I, I, she doesn't. <laughs> Like, no one makes her as happy as I make her. I know she generally looks forward to it. Do like, you think? Sometimes I say things, I'm like, oh, she's going oh, to love this one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so interesting. Do you yeah. want, want to make her laugh? Do you want to yeah, impress her? I wanna, that's all I want to do in my life. I just want to impress her. Is that healthy? Probably not. <laughs> but it's better than lying to her. Very, I don't lie to her. I'm very honest with her. Have you ever lied to her? Like, when you first I have, and she called, she called bullshit. So she's like, that's not true. <laughs> And then she went, that doesn't feel like it's true. <laughs> and I was like, it's not. <laughs> I'm a true liar. I'm a true liar. <laughs> it's just like, that doesn't feel like it's true. Wow. She's brilliant. Or she says something, she'd be like, oh, that's made you angry, isn't it? I was like, well, I didn't react. She was like, no, I can tell. And had it actually made you yeah. angry? <gasps> I thought this bitch. Wow. Didn't know me. Do you ever get angry at her? Bears. Really? I'm like, shut up, <laughs> You said shout out to her. No, of course not. Oh, I'm respectful. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very respect. I'm respectful people that are older than me. Yeah. And smarter than me. And she's both. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Those are mainly people that get respect without earning it. I think you would like this documentary then, if you okay. I like I like therapist stuff. Yeah. I think they're fascinating people. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I would watch that, and I'm glad to know that it's not about the Jonah Brothers. No, it's yeah. They're actually called the Jonas Brothers, which is also the Jonas. So interesting. What do they sing? What do they sing? See? One of them sings. Thought you knew it all with your fancy degree. By the ocean. Thought <laughs> <laughs> you knew everything. All the white Jonas promises. I do know quite a few though. Give me a song then. Talk to me, baby. Who sings Jealous? Yeah, one of the Jonas Brothers. How does that go again? That's... You're none beautiful. Everyone wants that's why. That's do you know what I absolutely why. fucking hate when men write songs telling me that I don't know I'm beautiful because I fucking do. Like I hate that. <laughs> yeah, and I hate. That why is it meant to be like a selling point that I'm beautiful but I don't know it? And I need you to then tell me that I'm beautiful to then justify your stupid fucking song. What if I just know I'm beautiful and I don't need you to say One Direction? You don't know you're beautiful. Uh, what the fuck did One Direction say again? <laughs> Something about like, you don't know you're beautiful. No, it, well, that's how it went. You don't know you're beautiful. Uh, 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 that's yeah. what makes shut the fuck up, Harry Styles, and all of you. You don't need to tell <laughs> me. Who <laughs> <laughs> wrote that song? Yeah. <laughs> because bullshit. I why? don't think One Direction wrote it. Why does me not knowing I'm beautiful make me more beautiful? Shut up. Yeah. What, uh, uh, that's why everyone thinks they should go into relationships with low self-esteem. Okay, we're back there. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> we're back. We are, we are. Because if Zainab didn't know she was beautiful and Carl built her up, oh, perfect love story. Yeah. What if you know you're beautiful? Does that make you not beautiful? I don't know where we've got to. Do you get to. what I mean? Yeah. I do I, I don't you hate those you. songs? Um, Another song that I hate, and that's not music podcast, is you're listening to a perfectly great song, it's all going well. Then they say, and her beautiful blue eyes. Well, it's not about music. Instantly <laughs> <laughs> left out. Yeah, but there's loads of films that are like, her brown skin, shrimp, shrimp. Yeah, but they're talking about Italian dark ladies. No, they're not, bro. I promise you. The R&B songs, I promise you, songs that are not by black men, that mention 
brown skin. Okay, yeah. When they're yeah, when they're not yeah, I'm talking about tanned. That's the same true. way, tall, dark, and handsome. It's not saying tall, black, and handsome. Wow. Just so you know. Wow. Yeah. That's true. Worth knowing. Do you think you know in Mumbo Number Five where he's this and all them women? Mm. Do you think that was a diverse group of women? Yeah. yeah. Monica, a nice. little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Angela. What's it? A little bit of Monica in, in my, my life. life. A, a little, little bit of Sandra by my side. side. A little bit of readers all I need. A little bit of Tina is what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of me, wish me your man. He didn't say Tolu, did he? He didn't say one <laughs> name <laughs> that wasn't English. He didn't say Shanice. Just saying. Rita feels like she could have been. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> At best, Rita is Latinx. She's 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 one of our Latina ladies. But yeah. she is not a black woman. There was not a single black woman in number number five. Don't lie to me. Stacey? Was there a Stacey? I don't know. Maybe. Stacey feels like she could have been black. Yeah, yeah that's true. Have that man as well. He sings that again. I don't know. I forget. Good luck to him. Right, yeah. what we're recommending this week and what okay. should they watch? Okay, so... We've recommended loads. Actually. We have recommended loads. God, okay. Orgasm Inc. Yes. Everybody should watch. If That's you haven't good. caught up with Love is Blind, uh, catch up with that and also watch The Reunion. Let us know what your take is on the cuties story. Tangerines. Um, yeah, on the little tangerines. Um, buying Beverly Hills, if you're a fan of Selling Sunset, forward slash Selling Tampa, forward slash Selling the OC, forward slash... <laughs> <laughs> buying any home. Buying anything in the California region, region. forward slash in the yeah. Yes. Watch Brian Beverly Hills. Yes. Uh, Falling for Christmas, the new Christmas film with Lindsay Lohan, our queen. Watch that. Um, and Stutz, the documentary by Jonah Hill about his therapist. That's not even on my Netflix. I need to look that up. Really? Yeah. S-T-U-T-Z. Okay, I'm going to find that. Yeah, you probably have to type it in. Okay, yeah. That's all I have. Oh, actually, there is, I started watching it. It's quite slow. So do you know we talked about um, the nurse, the good nurse? Yes. So there is now a documentary called this. Capturing yeah. the Nurse. So yeah. it's actually like a real life account of how they actually caught it. And you actually see the wom- the actual nurses in real life as well, what they look like. They tell their story. But yeah, if you're really into the ins and outs and kind of like how they were caught and like, you know, the more, not the like fictionalized part of it, the actual like things that happen. It's really quite interesting. I watch mm. that. Okay. So I would recommend that. It's as a good well. complimentary piece to the goodness. Yeah. And uh, I like Netflix did that. I think that's cute. Yeah. I, they're starting to do they that do a little bit more. Yeah. yeah they did it with Dharma as well. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I think that's quite interesting. All right. There's tons to catch up on. So, as always, if you're watching any of the stuff we've recommended, uh, please. Also, I love when you guys tag us on Instagram because I've been seeing that sometimes. Uh, but please. Tag Talani and I or mention us on Twitter. Where can we find you on the internet, Talani? You can find me at Tolly underscore T on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Smargina, that's G-E-N-A, on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Um, you can speak to us via the hashtag on Twitter, 1010 would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find Netflix UK at Netflix UK on Instagram, Twitter, still watching Netflix on YouTube and at Netflix on TikTok. Yes, and please do me a favour. Please know you're beautiful for fuck's sake. Yeah, know you're beautiful. Um... Yeah. I'm really sorry to Harry Styles for the slander in this podcast. It wasn't just... Was he not the one singing the lyrics? Well, I just feel like he did I feel like Harry Styles now wouldn't even support what he was saying then. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like he's grown. Let us know, Harry. Yeah. All right, so you'll be hearing us next week. Hopefully. (laughs) 